Day 317. Yep, day 330 since Joey promised he would never abandon Americans and our green card holders or Afghan allies and billions of military equipment behind enemy lines in the Islamic Emirates of Afghanistan. Nobody talks about it. Nobody seems to care. I hope you talk. I hope you remember it when you go to the ballot box in November. Uh, another court decision today. U.S. Supreme Court handed down a mi- big win for religious liberty uh, to a former Washington high school football coach lost his job after reciting a prayer on the 50 yard line after games. That issue was whether a public school employee praying alone, but in view of students, was engaging in unprotected government speech. And if it is not government speech, does he still pose a problem under the First Amendment's Establishment Clause? The 6-3 majority opinion, uh, the answer to both of those questions, uh, their decision uh, came down. Here, a government entity sought to punish an individual for engaging in a brief, quiet, personal religious observance, doubly protected by the free exercise and free speech clauses of the First Amendment, and only meaningful justification the uh, court offered for its uh, reprisal rested on a mistaken view that it had a duty to ferret out and suppress. Justice Gorsuch, writing the decision for the majority, religious observances, even as it allows comparable secular speech, the Constitution neither mandates nor tolerates that kind of discrimination. It was really that simple. The coach, by the way, will be on Hannity tonight. His name is Joe Kennedy, junior varsity head coach at a uh, school called, uh, let's see, he was the varsity head coach and varsity assistant coach of Bremerton School District in Washington from 2008 to 2015. He began the practice of reciting a post-game prayer by himself, but eventually students decided to join him. And according to court documents, this evolved into a motivational speech that included religious themes After an opposing coach brought it to the principal's attention, the school district told Kennedy to stop. He did temporarily, then notified the school, no, he's not going to stop. Then the situation garnered media attention when Kennedy announced that he would go back to praying on the field. It raised security concerns. When he did pray after the game, a number of people stormed the field in support of him doing so. You know, I thought liberals were all for free speech. No. They're the ones, they're the woke crowd that wants to silence, cancel, uh, boycott, get fired, anybody they don't agree with. It's, it's pretty amazing. But, but a big win. The, look, it's, um, it's really simple. What they're saying is reversing this Ninth Circuit Court decision that allowed a coach at a high school to be fired for silently kneeling and praying after the team's games. What's the big deal? Where are all the Colin Kaepernick people? Now, Hannity, you said you don't want politics in sports. I don't. I really don't. I mean, I have a little, I I would never myself, I would not be interested in the Saudi Golf League, for example. I'm not that interested in it. But I don't have a problem with other people because otherwise it goes against my principle, which is don't mix sports and politics. I'm not somebody that wants to do business with Saudi Arabia, with North Korea, with Iran, with China with Russia. You're bigoted, Hannity. You don't want to do business with those countries. No, because based on their history and some of the value systems, like in the case of the Saudis, they oppress women and minorities, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, We know how Uyghurs are are treated in China. Forced labor camps exist there. 
Uh, we know all about the, the murdering thug that Vladimir Putin is. Should I keep going on? I would want to do the, the fact that Joe Biden is forgetting our own domestic energy supplies and begging Iran and Venezuela and OPEC and the Saudis is just repulses me. Um, we had a lot of violence over the weekend and a scene that could be taken right out of the Democrats uh, show trial on January 6th. It's amazing the silence in the summer of 2020. And I, I think I'm like the only one that is obsessed with bringing this up. I'm obsessed because of the sheer, utter hypocrisy and double standard. 574 riots, thousands of injured cops, dozens of dead Americans and billions in property damage. Where's that committee? There is no committee looking into that. Just like the January 6th committee is ignoring a key part of evidence. There's a media outlet that, you know, immediately took issue when I said that I know for a fact that there was sworn testimony given to the January 6th committee that Donald Trump authorized calling up 20,000 National Guard troops as required by law on two days before January 6th. It kind of goes against their pre-written, predetermined outcome, which is Donald Trump wanted this all to happen. Many of you will march peacefully and patriotically to the White House so your voices will be heard. Uh, they forget that part of it. But in the summer of 2020, Democrats were virtually silent or lying to you, saying they're mostly peaceful. And the media mob joined in. The, the, the city would be ablaze behind a reporter. They're mostly peaceful protests. Meanwhile, the city's burning to the ground or buildings are burning to the ground. It's insane. Or riots are taking place or looting was taking place, whatever it happened to be. Anyway, a protest involving thousands of people in support of uh, abortion rights at the Arizona Capitol. That came to an end when the Department of Public Safety troopers used tear gas to scatter the crowd Friday night. 8.45 p.m. Protesters banging on the windows of the Arizona Senate trying to break the glass in a video tweeted out by Senator uh, by one of the senators, banging could be heard as hundreds of people outside the building. Somebody seen kicking the doors, the locked doors into the building from the outside. Demonstrators gathered supposedly for a peaceful protest. Then they marched around the Capitol grounds. Many of them held up signs saying abort the Supreme Court of the United States. Ban off our bo- bans off our bodies. My body, my choice. Abortion's not illegal. This is the, you know, this is the nutty part of all of this. And you go back to it, but, you know, why let, a, why let a good lie go to waste when you have an opportunity to exploit people and try and energize them for a November vote? Um, we had another pro-abortion protest turned violence Saturday night. This one in Oregon, a group of marchers turned violence, smashing windows, scrawling graffiti, downtown businesses as a protest. Uh, the crowd of about 100 began their rampage about 10 o'clock near Grant Park in the city's northeast uh, section, continued their destructive path until protesters left the area. Several banks, coffee shops had their windows broken, van belonging to the Portland public schools spray painted. I'm just surprised Kamala didn't tweet out the bail fund to arrest the, the, the people involved in the uh, violence in these cases. That didn't happen. Uh, pro-abortion protester charged with attempted murder after he attacked a cop with a flamethrower. According to KTLA, a man who allegedly attacked this officer with a makeshift flamethrower during Friday night's abortion rights demonstration in L.A. has been arrested and is facing possible charges for attempted murder. According to the LAPD, officer 
I'm sorry, 30-year-old Michael Ortiz attacked the officer with a torch, sending the officer to the hospital with burn injuries. That happened during the protest staged in downtown L.A. uh, following the reversal of Roe v. Wade. Bottles, rocks, fireworks, all seen thrown at officers during a later portion of the protest. Uh, Shocking. I didn't hear anybody on the Jan 6 committee, not one person yet, talk about it. I can't I can't recall them speaking out loudly about what happened in the summer of 2020. And you got this this group of crazy, insane liberal Democrats and and pro-life people. I'm sorry, pro-choice people. I mean, you they, they just either they're just ignorant, willfully ignorant, or they don't care about the truth. Uh, you know, we have uh, actor Samuel L. Jackson took a, a racial shot at Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas. Rocker Billy Joe Armstrong says he's renouncing his U.S. citizenship. Go right ahead. Nobody's, nobody cares. Anyway, Jackson called uh, Clarence Thomas, who wrote the concurring opinion, Uncle Clarence. How is it that liberals get away with this? They can say pretty much anything they want. Now, I'm not calling for anyone to be silenced. I don't do that. That's what liberals do. Pro-abortion protesters calling for a sex strike in reaction to the decision. This is this interested me the most. This was in Saturday's New York Post. Anyway, Big Apple abortion protesters were in support of a sex strike Saturday as abstinence started trending on Twitter in the wake of the Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. If you're a man who won't get a vasectomy, even though it's reversible, and you're not out in the streets fighting for my rights. You don't deserve to have sex with me. They quote this woman. What is wrong with these people? They need to get a life. You know, Tom Likas, remember uh, Tom Likas? Six minutes after the hour. Thank you for tuning into the Tom Likas show. Anyway, uh, I've known Tom for all these years. I've been in talk radio. We always got along. Anyway, he's, I think it was in the middle of the OJ trial. He sent his producer down to... All the people hanging out around the courthouse waiting for the decision or down there every single day. And he said, I want you to go down there and I want you to bring, you know, at the time we used to call them those big boom boxes. Remember those, Linda? Uh, So his producer brings, you don't remember? No, no, I remember. I remember. All right. Then he he would put out, he said, now put me up as loud as you can put me up. You're all a bunch of losers. Get a life. Go home. And I'm like, where do people get time to do all this protesting stuff? I don't have time to protest. Uh, Lori Lightweight, the, uh, oh, by the way, uh, very sad news out of Chicago this weekend. Now, not only was a, a ton with a ton of violence, a five-month-old little girl among the people shot dead, shot in the head, died later at uh, Comer's Children's Hospital, according to the Chicago Sun-Times. Uh, a colleague of ours at the Fox News Channel. This is another sad story. Uh, Fox News political analyst uh, Gianno Caldwell had a teenage brother murdered in Chicago on Friday. I mean, this is every weekend. We've been doing this since 2009, scrolling the names of people never hear about in the media. And they don't lift a finger to fix this. Barbara Streisand going nuts. The court uses religious dogma to overturn the constitutional right to an abortion. The court is the American Taliban. Bette Midler, not much. 
They did it. They did it to us. They've overturned Roe v. Wade, enshrined in the Constitution of settled law for over 50 years. Well, so was Plessy versus Ferguson. Uh, would somebody educate Bette Midler that precedent had been turned has changed uh, when rightly so uh, over 50, oh, what, over 200 plus, 230 plus times? Unbelievable. Mark Ruffalo. Time to fight like hell in any way you know. The American Taliban has taken over the Supreme Court. Singer Taylor Swift. I'm terrified that this is where we are. That after so many decades of people fighting for women's rights to their, their own bodies, today's decision has stripped us of that. No, it hasn't. And it goes on from there. Monica Lewinsky, Haley Bieber, Danny DeVito. And I mean, these people just don't know what they're talking about. And they don't really seem to care to get educated about it. That's the other part of it. Explain to them, no, abortion is going to be legal in America. There are going to be states that might ban it, some of them. We'll talk to Governor Nome. It's banned in, they had a trigger law, so it'll be banned there. There are going to be states that have restrictions. And there are going to be states, like the Democrats wanted a bill that would allow abortion up until the moment before uh, delivery. That would be called infanticide. Can we all agree on that part? Can you agree that you can't have third uh, trimester abortions? You know, that's unbelievable. Partial birth abortion? No, I guess we can't agree on that either. Uh, Pure Talk, anyway, our friends at Pure Talk, in these inflationary, soon-to-be recessionary times, uh, they're saving the average family close to $1,000 a year, and your family in these times needs to save money. You'll get the exact same service as the big carriers from Pure Talk as you would get from Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile, same 5G network, same exact cell towers. And the great part is uh, you're saving close to $1,000 per family. Many people are even saving a lot more than that, depending on what plan you get. Right now, they have a great plan for 30 bucks a month. It's really worth the 10 minutes it'll take. They can switch over in 10 minutes. And all you have to do to save all this money is dial pound 250. Say the keyword, save now. If you do it now, you save an additional 50% off your first month. It's simple. It's a no-risk money-back guarantee. You'll never regret it. For the exact same service, dial pound 250, say the keyword, save now, and you save an additional 50% off your first month from our friends at Pure Talk.